Welcome to TMA Talks. This is the first in a series of talks with TMA professionals and leadership. Uh, I'm Scott Stewart, CEO of the Turnaround Management Association. And I'm Kevin Krokora, TMA Global President. And this is our first podcast here at uh, TMA Talks. Uh, I took over CEO in uh, July of 2018, just a few weeks ago, seemingly. Uh, been in this profession a long time, Kevin, 30 years, uh, as you, I think, know. Uh, been in actually every part of this profession, uh, practicing lawyer, distressed investor, uh, did some financial advisory service work. I've kind of touched all the areas that are important to our membership. And uh, we're really excited to start this series of podcasts so that we can reach out to our membership and uh, impart timely information about what's happening at TMA. And, uh, you know, with that, I'd like to introduce Kevin Krikora, president of TMA. Well, thank you, Scott, and it's a pleasure to be here. Um, I certainly have enjoyed my involvement with TMA, uh, serving this year, 2018, as as the global president of the Turnaround Management Association. I've been a TMA member for, boy, almost 20 years now. And so uh, going up through the ranks of the local chapter, becoming the chapter president of the Chicago Midwest chapter in 2013, and then naturally got more involved uh, on the global level with TMA. And so it really has become an important part of, of my career in the profession. And I've now been a turnaround and restructuring professional for almost, uh, uh, boy, 27, 28 years hey, now. catching up to me, Kevin. Right, so <laughs> that's a race I don't want to win, Scott. <laughs> uh, but as part of that, too, it's, is, it's been rewarding for me to have gotten the certification as a certified turnaround professional. And so that CTP designation has been an important part of my career um, as I typically have focused my career on assisting companies on the debtor side uh, in out-of-court and in-court situations and with senior lenders. So having that credential certainly helps, especially when you're in court uh, before a bankruptcy judge. Um, I think they pay a little bit more attention to what you're talking about when you uh, are, are have a recognized credential like that. And, so, the, uh, and the book of knowledge, uh, we've, uh, we've put out there to all of the bankruptcy judges in digital form uh, and the judges, several of the judges have indicated that the Book of Knowledge associated with CTP has come in very handy with their law clerks, particularly. Uh, the designation is, seems to be picking up steam, particularly with recent uh, state programs, worker retention programs that are looking specifically to the CTPs. So one of the things that I'm excited about here at TMA is the, is the effort to really grow the recognition of, of the CTP both in the professional community and throughout the judiciary, so that they look to those professionals and look specifically for that designation as a designation of distinction that only this organization has. So you're one of the you're one of the uh, many that are very proud to walk with that designation, and it's a very meaningful very meaningful distinction. And it is, and I think it's becoming more and more recognized. And certainly, the the rigor around the certification process is very important. It's a good training tool. Uh, the body of knowledge materials are, are great training and resource materials for our members and for our member firms uh, that are involved in TMA. It's a, it's a nice outsourcing for training and gives them more materials to use as they have younger professionals trying to get into this industry. 
Well, I look forward to the uh, growth of that area and to getting more CTPs on uh, on board. Hey, what, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the initiatives that you put forth this year. I know chapter health has been something really important to you, and uh, let's let's talk a little bit about that, your vision, and kind of where we've gone with that. Well, Scott, as as you know, our members get. Uh, their greatest connection with the TMA through their local chapters. And so what I've been looking to do is to try to identify those ways that we can best support our chapters to make sure they're achieving their goals in driving value to their members locally. And so one of the first um, initiatives that I implemented as, as TMA president this year was to form a presidential working group on chapter health. And really the mission of that was to identify what resources could we offer and bring to our chapters so that they could fulfill their own goals uh, in driving value to members and identify those areas where we could support them. Um, as you know, we have a tremendous amount of data here at the global level through the, through the headquarters. Um, we gather data not only on our various members, um, how long they've been a member, um, but also with regards to trends at um, events, because we do all of the registrations, and so we can track trends with programming and everything else. And so as we look at that data, we can clearly see um, areas where some chapters may um, see some trends with regards to their next-gen members or with their network of women members, even diversity amongst professions and things like that. So with all of that data, we can do some very good um, analytics around what those trends are. And so to the extent that some of the trends are, are not uh, a positive, we can try to identify some initiatives that might help those chapters out. And we've been around for a long time. We have large chapters, small chapters, medium-sized chapters. There's no reason we have to recreate the wheel. We can go within our internal network of chapters to see what is working for certain chapters that, that they have been so successful with some of their programming or with their education or with their next-gen members, uh, network of women members, and then take those success factors and try to roll those out to some of the chapters where they may be challenged on that. And you just hit on one of my initiatives, which is chapter connectivity and the proposition that global is the big tent and we want to be your guide. Uh, we want to use initiatives like that so that there's a central database of information from the learnings that you just talked about so that chapters can learn from other chapters and we can create cross-chapter connectivity. And this is where the two-way street of global to the chapters and chapters back to back to uh, global can be enhanced and enriched so that the members really find value in, in global as their leaders. So I, I, I think that that's, that's really important and I think you've done an awesome job uh, getting a lot more attention paid using technology and data, which we've only scratched the surface of here at TMA, but I think we're going we're gonna to find more ways to understand where people are being driven to our, our websites, what benefits are they availing themselves of, what resources do they want, what, what data do they need, and, and also the data we collect around the performance of the individual chapters is, is very telling of, of how we could enhance their growth, support uh, whatever issues they might be having. So yes, I, I agree that uh, the use of technology and data is going to be a central part of, 
uh, of this mission going forward. And then the data, as you know, Scott, is only just one part of it. Once we've identified what we can do or some areas where we can support the chapters, then we can bring the expertise of the TMA's infrastructure to bear to help those chapters implement those programs. So we can offer the marketing resources. We certainly have some funds available to support some initiatives, but the real driving factor behind all of this is really just to help the chapters fulfill their own missions. And if we can help help them succeed at the local level, at the local level, that's just driving added value to the members, which helps all of us connect. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. Uh, another initiative that uh, you're about to roll out deals with our uh, international chapters. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Well, as we, we've developed a pretty strong network of international chapters, and there are ways, I think, where they are looking for us here in North America to really drive more connectivity with them um, in, in other areas of the world. And so we've got a fairly well-established restructuring network here in North America between the United States and Canada. And the global economy is driving more M&A activity across borders and certainly overseas. And so how we as restructuring professionals can take advantage of that through our connections is really important. And so we have some very strong international chapters, and they're trying to make connections not only with other international chapters, but certainly here within our uh, professionals in North America. And so what we're trying to do, and what I'll, I'll implement with another presidential working group that deals with our international strategy at TMA is how do we drive those connections amongst all of our chapters internationally and how do we take advantage of really being a true global restructuring and pure turnaround association to really have people feel like they know where to go to for uh, the assistance and the deal flow that they need to from an international basis. And we are a global economy and the interdependence between our North American chapters and the learnings that they can get from our international chapters can't be underscored. In fact, we're shortly going to roll out TMA Connect for our international chapters so they can get the benefit of that. And we've started adding international content uh, in our next uh, uh, Journal of Corporate Renewal. So. Again, the Big Ten here at TMA Global is trying to create greater connectivity with our international chapters while at the same time uh, to, at the same time teaching our uh, North American chapters the benefit and importance of that connectivity with our, our international partners. And we are here. Let's make no mistake about it. We are here as members of TMA because we ultimately do want to drive business for ourselves and for others. And so the connectivity is just a natural part of that. We need to drive business and do business with people that we know and trust. And that's why TMA is here. TMA is here to facilitate those, those connections. And then as part of that is to do the education and the programming and all of the other bells and whistles that go along with that. But we're all here really in this profession because we're passionate about it and we want to do good work. And we want TMA to be the guide for its professional membership. It's a very strong networking organization with probably the most diverse demographics of professionals that exist of any association in this space out there. It makes us unique and it makes us strong. Everything from our, our very unique chapters to CTP to our international presence is, it, bar none, I, I would say we're the best out there. And I would agree with you completely. 
Hey, thanks so much. This is the first first uh, podcast uh, TMA talk, and we are going to do these on a regular basis going forward. Watch for surprise and special guests. Kevin, feel free to come back in, and and when you become chair this uh, January, come back in. We can talk to you about your role as a 2019 chair. Well, I accept that invitation to return, and I look forward to it, and it was a pleasure being uh, a part of this inaugural TMA talk. Thanks. Thank you.